Wrestling fans, promoters, wrestlers, and anyone who enjoys pro wrestling now have something new to be excited about. The Wrestling Fans International Association, the WFIA, is back. WFIA is an association that exists to promote, grow, and support professional wrestling throughout the world. Membership is free. Your membership includes a free digital bi-monthly publication of the Wrestling Fan News newsletter, association updates, voting privileges, and much more. Please go to thewfia.org, that's T-H-E-W-F-I-A.org, and become a member today. I want to welcome a very good friend of the show back after, I think, what did I say to you the other day? It was two years, almost to the date, correct? No, I think it was one, two. Almost three? Three. three. Okay. Look at that. It was a three so, count, baby. So, yeah, there you go. Because we uh, this show has been in existence roughly three years. And you were on very early on. And when I looked at the last date of the show, it was like very close so, to this one. It, it was, yeah. Yeah. So I want to uh, welcome L. Ref. Miguel, the show, uh, he's kind of been MIA a little bit over the uh, uh, what last year or so, and uh, he's recently made his return. I had the opportunity to work with you for a couple opportunities in uh, Empire Pro, which I had uh, the honor, I guess you could say. And well, what's going on with you? How's life treating you? Life has been uh, pretty good. Um, like you said, MIA for a little bit. Uh, you know, busy uh, creating a family. Which is always yeah. great, you know. Happily married, two kids, uh, four and two, soon to be two. But uh, yeah, I've been I've been a little busy, so it's been uh, it's been a great ride for sure. So, um, how's the family life treating you? I know it's a rough one, man. I got um, I'm oh, constantly working. I got kids myself. Uh, one kid in sports, traveling constantly, uh, all year round, and you know, just working like crazy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, something that people always tell you that. You don't take that serious. It's a, the lack of sleep. So, oh yeah, you're gonna lose. You're gonna lose sleep. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I'll be all right. You know, if I got a few hours there, you, you don't know until you get into it. So yeah, you you, you don't sleep at all. But kind of get yeah. used to it. And uh, I, I hear from uh, people, other kids, that you never, you never, you never sleep because it's always it's always a new chapter. Like you said, right now your kids are older. You're in sports and this and that. So it's I'm excited about it. I should say, you know. So you know. Yeah, we'll, that- we'll, that's good. That's good that you're excited about it. I mean, I um, I'm proud of my son, my uh, my my stepson, uh, just being as going as far as he has in basketball, AAU ball, and he's looking been look, being uh, getting looked at by uh, a lot of uh, notable colleges uh, for uh, you know uh, whatever scholarships and all that stuff. And man, the ride has been insane. But we're not here to talk about the you know my family. We're here to talk hey, about we- you and you. In your career, we, we can stuff. talk. We can talk all day, man. You know, we're, 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 we always find someone to talk about. So it's like <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, you know, not boring the fans over there. So let's see, let's see how we can uh, wake them up a little that. bit. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. This, uh, as we are recording now, this probably air um, 
somewhat in the future, but it is a Sunday morning. I'm sitting here drinking my coffee. Uh, you got this. Is that, uh, I can't see too well my glasses, but you, if I, is that a beautiful Macho Man Randy Savage t-shirt? Oh, yes, it that is. You're oh, yeah, yeah, and I know you're a huge fan of his. I'm a huge, he's my top five. Top yeah, five. Top five? Wow. Yeah, I always tell people, you know, give me your top five, and then we'll, we'll, we'll go from there, we'll discuss. But yeah, Macho is definitely on my top five of, uh, of uh, pro wrestlers. It's funny because as growing up, I never really thought about him like that. And it wasn't until later in my life that I was just like, damn, that guy is a fantastic professional wrestler. Like he, he was able to work with just about anybody, man. And they brought him yeah. in. I mean, even in his later days in WWF, he was able to help uh, get guys like crush over and stuff like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Amazing, so, right? <laughs> yeah, when they couldn't, you know, when they needed help trying to, uh, you know, like I said, put crush over as a single yeah. star. Yeah. And it's funny because people, you know, during even during the mega powers, you know, people were always in the Hogan side, Hogan side. And I was like one of the only ones that was like, nah, man, Macho Man is the guy. That's that's the guy who I'm rooting for all the way. But yeah, how gotta, did you gotta feel? How, how did you feel when Hogan and Savage got together? I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it because, yeah. um, you know, Hogan, not to disrespect him, he's not in my top five. No, he's not no. in my top 10. Hell, I don't even think he's in my top 20. No disrespect at all. But a lot of my favorite I, moments are Hogan involved, believe it or not. With Savage, you mean? Overall. Oh, overall? Okay. Yeah, like, like, my, like, my, like my favorite wrestling match of this day, I can watch it. Maybe, I don't know, I could say my favorite, maybe one of my top three. It's, it's Hogan versus uh, The Rock at WrestleMania. I, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I've never watched that match. Really? Yeah, go go figure, right? Yeah, I think, was, <laughs> I think that that was like the brief period that I was not like the the very brief period because I stopped had stopped watching for a couple years, maybe like two years, and um, I think that that was literally the brief period that I had stopped watching, and um, I've seen the hype behind it, and at that time, you know, The Rock was the biggest thing on earth. Uh, Hogan was the biggest thing probably from the 80s and 90s, you know what I mean? So it was like two different generations getting together. And I understand, I've seen clips of it, obviously, and the crowd is always on fire. Always on fire from, from beginning to end. And it's crazy because yes. Hogan talks about it, how, how hard he tried to, you know, be the heel and, and, and <laughs> kind of try to, you know, put the rock over as the baby face. But once once they got out there, it was just like, it was a, they, I understand from seeing him talk about it, they had a match planned in the back. And they had to scrap everything and just pretty much, you know, work on it on. Yeah, because it's just, you know, they were working, you know, from the fans' reaction. And, and I tell you, that's, that's, that's probably my favorite match right now. Like, I'll, I'll still get goosebumps watching it. I recommend you watch it. Um, I think I might have to after this. You have to. You have to, man. It's like, it, it, it's just the storytelling overall. It's just, I mean, I, I don't know how to explain it. You got to, there's something about it. But yeah, a lot of, a lot of the, <laughs> And I think I will exaggerate when I say he's probably not like in my in my top twenty. Maybe he's in my top fifteen. I'll add that. Uh, but he's involving a lot of moments that I, you know I'm, I'm like I'm a fan of. Like my favorite stable, NWO. Who was the leader of the NWO? Hogan. Yeah. yeah. So it's like things like that that you know that I'm like oh you know I was big on and Hogan had a crucial part in it. So it's like it's kind of crazy that he's not in my top five. But yeah, he's he's part of all these moments that I'm like you know wow. There was something special about the guy. Like when I was real young, really young, Hogan was it for a lot of people. And I was a Hulkamaniac in my earliest years. But then it's, uh, I think one of the things was once I saw uh, like Rick Rude wrestle. 
Yeah. I was just like, dang, that dude's fantastic. And then it, you know, as I started getting a little bit older, it turned into the more technical wrestlers, like yep. the, the Bret Hart, the uh, Chris Benoit, and guys like that, and, and Owen Hart. And then, you know, and then, uh, but now as I'm older, I just, I get to appreciate mostly everything that makes sense, I guess you could say. Yeah. And he was more, he was more a businessman. Like he saw the future, like, wh what can I do to make this last as, as, as long as I can, you know? And, right. You know, how many bumps can you really take? You know, it's like, even though well, he has like 10 surgeries on his back, whatever it is. Something um, like that, yeah. Yeah. But even, you know, like, you know, people talk about his work ethic. Go, go watch some of his, uh, Stuff in Japan. Watch that match with uh, Muda, match with um, it's a whole different wrestler. <laughs> uh, Fujinami, like yeah, it's, uh, they're completely different matches. Like that yeah. dude knew when he was in Japan, he couldn't just sit there and do you know yep. the cupping of the air, the uh, the leg drop, all that stuff. You know, he had to go. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, who who else is in your top five? I'm interested in hearing about this. Top five. Well, I got uh, like I mentioned, Macho Man's in there. Nope. Roddy P Roddy Piper's in there for sure. I've, he's got to be. Yeah. Uh, Rod. Um, I got to throw the Rock in there just because is during that era to era he was the one. You were either a Stone Cold fan or a Rock fan, and I levitated more towards the Rock. Really? Kind of got more my attention a lot more. Yep. Uh, Ric Flair, you got to throw Flair in there. Got to. Ric Flair him. is possibly the greatest of all time. Yeah. I mean, you cannot, um, growing up, you know, like I said, once I discovered him, like, or the NWA, Ric Flair, all that stuff, he became instantly one of my favorites and thought that he was just, oh, yeah, not so much now, but I think it's his persona outside the ring that kind of ruined it for me <laughs> over the years. But I'm not going to deny that the guy is the greatest of all time. It doesn't matter where he went. He made you look yeah. good. Whether he won or lost or it was a draw, he made you look good. That was his yeah. job. He went to a territory, and that's why he was champion so many times because he was trusted. Um, cool story, you know. Like I think I talked to you about it, but when I first got into wrestling, uh, my great grandmother used to live next to us. So um, you know, we only had one TV in my household, and, and blah blah blah. You know, so I used to sneak to her house, and one day I hear a fight going off, and I'm like, "What the hell is going on?" And I see her in her um, rocking chair, and she's watching Dominican wrestling, and I'm like. I started sneaking under her, her her rocking chair, and I'm like watching. By the way, I'm I'm yelling as I see the matches as well. I'm getting excited, thinking that I'm hiding from. She knew I was there. She knew, but she wasn't gonna say anything. So it went from me hiding under the, the rocking chair to me being in her lap and you know watching these wrestling shows every weekend. You know, um, and um, something that I always remember is that she always would tell me. Uh, so Jack Veneno was our, our main guy. I always called him the Dominican right. Hulk Hogan because he was our guy who made everything big out there. Um, and I always, um, I remember she always telling me this story, you know, this American came here one time, you know, his belt, blonde, blue eyes, whatever it was, you know, he tried to show him off, but Jack Benena beat him for the title, blah, blah, blah. Years later, I do my homework. I find out this guy that he beat was, uh, Ric Flair for the NWA title, I mean, NWA title. And I'm like crazy how these worlds just come together and, and, and to a fold. And it's yeah. just, it's just kind of cool to, to, you know, Jack Benena will always be more my guy. Like he's not even in my top five because I don't even put him in that category. He's he's the one why I got into wrestling, so he's he's in another level. Um, but just to hear that my great grandmother's guy fought one of my guys, it's just like it's kind of cool to me. So you've had the, the opportunity to watch him wrestle quite a bit then down there. Yeah, yeah, a lot every every weekend. Every That's weekend. amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, now, weekend. if I if I remember correctly, I believe in um, didn't they give you a flyer of some sort? 
yes, a Mac card with his yes, name on it? Okay. Yes, you did. All right. I remember finding that, and I got it in the mail, and I said, you know what? I don't need this. I said, I, I know exactly who this should go to. So, and then I got a chance to see you, and then I was just like, I got to give this to you. So, um, that was something pretty awesome because you don't find things like that yeah. often. You know yeah. what I mean? But I have to tell you, I've got it from the amazing Mr. Tom Burke, who runs Facebook auctions, historian, legend, if you will. Yeah. Um, and when I saw that, I was just like, I was in amazement. And then, and I always have to go, you know, I'm a huge history buff when it comes to professional wrestling. We, we know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I, I get lost sometimes going through the history and uh, watching. I mean, I could leave here and go watch a bunch of professional wrestling from 1960s and just sit there for hours and get the amazement. You know what I mean? That uh, And just be amazed. I just like it. Yeah. Just be yeah. amazed. I'm actually going to put you on a movie. Have you ever watched that movie, uh, Banano, about Jack Banano? No, no, but I have heard of it. And um, so when did that come out? That it came out, out a couple of years ago, but it was he was still alive when it came out. But uh, it was a, yeah. a Dominican made film, and um, it's it's actually you know really good because you know yeah. I've, I've watched the Dominican film you know back in the days, not the best quality, but this has some really good quality, and um, it, it shows his uh, upbringings. And, you know, there's some mm -hmm. the theatrics going on and all that, but it's just amazing, and I, I, it's mostly in Spanish, so you're gonna get your subtitles. But just it's it's a great movie. I, I really recommend it. if you're a wrestling fan overall, yeah, definitely watch it as, as you are, as we spoke about. That's, that's yeah. why we're here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh I will always watch movies provided that they uh you know have something that I am interested in and uh such as professional wrestling and that it has some sort of historical link, uh yeah. significance when it comes to professional wrestling. And obviously Jack Manano is um was a very important wrestler there in the Dominican at that time period. He was, like you said, that, um, and I believe if I remember correctly, that his championship win is not counted by the end of your accredited. And it's not, they don't want to give it to us. I don't know why. <laughs> they, I think that they, they, what happened is the NWA is afraid to not let him walk away with the belt because they, they were feared for a riot and not just and a much riot, more. But, but I believe it was Rick Flair's call at the end of the day because Rick, Rick walked in and, um, you know, uh, security guards, policemen, you know, they're not carrying little guns. They're carrying, you know, the heavy yeah. stuff. And then Ric Flair, again, being the greatest that he is, as we, we spoke about, he, he read the room and he was like, I can't leave here the champion. It's just not going to happen. And he, I believe, called her in the ring and told Jack, hey, listen, it was going to happen. You're, you're, you're taking the bell. So congrats. Do your thing. <laughs> and it was a, it was, it was, it was, it was a big deal. I mean, even though he's, you know, they don't like to mention it. I, I, he's to me, he's first the first what it's Latin wrestler to ever win that belt. So, yeah. to me, still in the books. You know, the reason why I want to get that title behind you as well, because you know, that's uh, we're gonna have, we're gonna have to see yeah. about uh, what yeah, we can we'll, do with that. You know? Yeah, we'll make we'll make some moves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can find a pretty decent one for at a relatively decent cost. I mean, they sell decent oh, yeah. bootlegs, but uh, I'm gonna tell you, I think it was like the Fandu belts, which makes the official ones. Yeah. Man, those prices are ridiculous. But they do have layaway plans, from what I understand. <laughs> I got, I got, I got to ref a lot of matches for that. So, <laughs> and honestly, I just wanted just to have it how you have it. I just wanted to display it and actually put yeah. it with that with that poster that you gave me, which I already yeah. have it framed and all that. I had to, I had to frame that poster. Yeah. It was just, wow. it was awesome. Again, I appreciate that. No problem, of course. Let's um, let's talk a little bit about your career because um, from what I understand, you have a special announcement you want to make, and you've got. Uh, 
a lot of dates coming up in the next couple months. Yeah, I mean, not a lot, but probably like four in general. In total. That's a lot. That's a lot for us uh, local boys. So. Yeah, it is, especially well, for me. Especially for me, since I've been taking it easy for a while. We're not big time um, bail on TV and all that stuff every week. So no, no, no. no. I'll just I just sit back and watch. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, we'll 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 rip the bandaid off. Um, I know I've spoken to you about it a couple of the guys already, but uh, after this year, I am uh, I am retiring from uh, from the business, uh, mainly refereeing. Uh, you know, just uh, just some health issues that snuck on me, which is one of the main reasons why you know I never wrestled. You know, a lot of people I go to these shows. Why are you refing? You so big. This or this. You know. Yeah, I I did want to wrestle at one point in my life. I actually wrestled in high school, so I got that background in me. But um, health issues wise, you know, I wasn't able to get in the business I wanted to. But I definitely got a piece of it, you know, being a referee. Uh, but you know, it's catching up a little bit, you know. And uh, I think this is the right time, you know. Like I said, at the end of this year, uh, we're gonna hang up the boots and uh, no regrets, man. No regrets at all, and just call it a day. Now, um, you don't have to if you don't want to, but do you mind uh, 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 talking about your your issue or, at all? Yeah, or just, um, I mean, we, we can. It's just, you know, yeah. I, it's, I, it's I've always, yeah. yeah. I've had some um, some lung issues for, for a while. Okay. Actually, after high school and stuff like that. So it's just, it's gotten to me like right now, like I'll, I'll ref a show and mm -hmm. I'll probably, it'll probably take me like a week or two to just, you know, get back into pace, you know, where, where I need to be. Um, wow. You know, I'll struggle for air. It's, it's, it's just, you know, it's it, like I said, it's catching up. Um, I do want to take this time, you know, to step back and, you know, try to, you know, try to get healthy again um, and, you know, and see what the what the future brings for me. But, yeah, pretty much, you know, the short of it. Well, I know that you are loved by many in the in the professional wrestling business in this era area. Excuse me. Um, and the, um, I know you started working elsewhere, but you trained under Roma and Mancini, correct? Yes, sir. PAPW. PAPW. Have you been back there since your return? Uh, yes, I did one of the brewery shows not too long ago. And actually, we are shooting um, PAPW will probably be the last place that I ref. Uh, after this year, there is a show. Uh, I want to say November 18th. We're shooting for that date. Uh, okay. But it looks like that might be my, uh, my final show. Um, okay. But again, I, you know, I worked with a lot of great companies and I'm very thankful. Uh, Hey, I'll plug him in right now. You know, um, BST, um, September yeah. 15th. That's going to be a big one. Um, they've been nothing but amazing to me. Great people. Um, all the way from everybody on top to everybody on the bottom. Well, there's no, I don't, I don't like saying anybody on the bottom, but everybody for that company is everybody just a class involved. Act. Everybody yeah. involved is a class yeah. act. And um, yeah. I'm very excited for that show. Uh, Coliseum, uh, uh, October 13th. I know you're heavily involved with that. Uh, I know those guys. You yeah. know those guys a little bit. I yeah. know those guys. <laughs> um, a lot of good friends of mine are there too. And I always wanted to work for Coliseum, never had the chance. And I was like, listen, you know, if I'm gonna, if this is gonna be it for me. Um, I'm, I'm doing Coliseum at least once just to be out there with you guys and just, you know, um, soak it all in. And then uh, November 11th, uh, we get the CC show. So yeah. which means, means a lot to me, you know, very which close to that family. A, you've been a part of that show um, every year, the Type 1 to None, correct? Even even with my broken wrists, yes, yes, yes. I remember. Yeah, I was yeah. there. I think I think for what the rumble, just 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 to be there, yeah, just to kick people out At with least, my broken yeah. wrists. So, uh, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mm -mm. I know you made your BST uh, debut. Um, was over the summer? Was it June or July? Early late June, early July. It was your Not, first time. 
Not this year, though. Um, no. Oh, you didn't make your... Oh, okay. No. I thought that was the first time. The one time that I saw you there, uh, I had uh, sponsored the event, and yeah. um, or one of the sponsors, I should say. So I was there, and to see your face there, it was a delight. It was very surprised, sure surprising. And, of course, after the show, we ended up talking a bunch in the parking lot, and I was excited to see you and talk to you. Uh, and I got to tell you, I do a podcast weekly with Harry on WON Sports, and he is um, a class act. I tell yes, you, yes, yes. Very yes. knowledgeable in the in the professional, and as they call him, the Wrestlepedia. Uh, you know, and everybody there that I've spoken to has just, like you said, nothing but a class act working uh, that work there. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely hold very dear to me. You know, uh, he's yeah. one of the few guys that I mentioned that I was going you know, after this year. I was done. You being one of them, him being another one. It was probably like a handful of people I told and. Him, like I said, again, being one of them just because, you know, how he's, you know, treated me for the past couple of years and, and, and just seeing the passion that he has for the business. Um, yeah. he, he's going to go he's gonna go a long way. So I I, I hold Harry, you know, over here. Uh, not by the cream, but over here. So <laughs> he, I feel like every time I speak to him, we, we uh, you know, we talk about the business. We talk about professional wrestling. I think that there's something about him that, his shows keep getting bigger and bigger. And now he's not the only one that's yep. involved. Obviously, there's a bunch of other guys that are involved. I don't know. Huge team. All, yeah. All, all of them great guys and girls. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But their shows keep getting bigger and bigger, and they do better venues. They do. They keep bringing in better talent, bigger talent. Uh, and I got to tell you, man, that's an amazing product uh, right there. You know, I remember going to some of the earlier shows, and they weren't necessarily. They were. They were using a smaller ring. They were using a lot of local guys. Now they're starting to bring in some with national guys or guys, you know, uh, I guess, you know, bigger guys out of the Northeast, guys that were on TV recently. Uh, yep. So it's 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 a pretty amazing uh, uh, operation over there. And I got to do, I got to say the local guys, they've stepped it up. Yeah. They stepped it up incredibly. So it's like just to see everybody at the top game, it's just, it's a treat, man. It's a treat. So like I say, you know, come September 15th, I'm going to, Come come watch the show. I'm not gonna say much. Come watch the show. You're gonna you're gonna have fun. Everybody out there think, watching. <laughs> yeah, and it's actually quite local to me. So uh, probably about a ten minute ride. So I'm pretty excited. I uh, I used to live around the corner from that building. So and it would have been nice if it was still in within walking distance uh, <laughs> from my house. But it's not any longer. So yeah. Uh, and of course, October 13th, Coliseum Pro Wrestling. I do commentary over there. Now I know I mentioned to you that. It would be a pleasure to be able to at least call one match over yours that you're involved in before uh, you retire. So it comes to find out that I'm going to be doing a whole damn show with you uh, October 13th. So I'm pretty excited Perfect. about that. Perfect. Yeah. Very excited as well. Like I told you, I mean, the honor is all mine. Yes, I know you're, you're a dictionary, encyclopedia, whatever you want to say when it comes to wrestling. And uh, just having you on the mic, you know, it's going to be great. You know, even though, you know, I'm not wrestling i'm on the side you know calling the action but just to have you there it'll be it'll be great now the a lot of people i think that this is something that's got to be understood uh, the referee the third man in the ring a lot of times is the most important man in the ring it can make or break the match sometimes yeah yeah a lot of a lot of communication that you know that you, you need to get through and and, and the referees are useful and the referees yeah. kind of I always said, like, when it comes to baseball, I'm a, I'm a huge baseball fan. Um, so the referee's kind of like the catcher when it comes to, the, you know, he's he's not the one that has the biggest numbers. He's not the ones that with the biggest stats, whatever it is, but he's the one 
that's you know connecting with the coaches connecting with the players connecting with the pitcher he's making sure everything is everything is going smooth so usually when it comes to that i like to compare you know the ref as as the catcher of the, of the game right yeah i guess you, yeah makes sense, makes sense. <laughs> uh so what else uh do you got going on here i know you said that the, the cc yep. show obviously is the juvenile diabetes show yep. uh benefit show excuse me that's helped organized by caesar uh, this year, it's going to be a little bit different than it was last year. Uh, am I allowed to mention that? But either way, I'm going to mention it. That there's, <laughs> it's not just going to be one company coming together. It's going to be four companies coming together, uh, which I honestly find amazing. So there's going to be a little a taste of uh, little taste of everything uh, from the area of Connecticut and local promotions. So I find that to be um, an amazing thing. Really, there's going to be several different companies uh, uh, and several different champions involved in the event. Even I didn't know that. So, <laughs> oops. Hey, so, I, it's... Maybe I'll have to wait for the uh, wait for the release of this. I guess. So. <laughs> or maybe you can talk to Caesar after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay to put this out there, and we'll, we'll go from there. But hey, that's yeah. That sounds pretty cool. That sounds yeah. really, really no, cool. No, I'm ex I'm excited because it's going to be pretty awesome. Um, you know, it's just. I feel like this show, this this is going to do. Now that show that is every year is hosted by one promotion. We'll just say a PAPW. It was always a gigantic show, and it was always yeah. something that Caesar put a lot of work into. Uh, the last, I think, was it two years? Was it at the JCC in Woodbridge, which I think is a fantastic venue. Really is. Um, I grew. I literally grew up around the corner from there, from that building, and. Um, I mean, man, that is such a beautiful building. And every time there's a ring in the middle of that room, and then there's just gigantic. Uh, th there's a ton of people in there. I actually yeah. played a bingo bingo tournament in there as well, associated with work, with my day job. And <laughs> so I've been in there several times. Been in the gym there, dude. It's just a beautiful building, and to see that uh, you know our passion of professional wrestling in there, that just kind of adds a little something extra to it. And a fun fact, I mean, the PAPW show, the last show I'm doing, uh, it looks like it's going to be, we haven't had a word yet, so I'm not sure if I'm in, but I think it's going to be from JCC. I think we're, we're working on that to try to make that happen. What's here? There's a little bit of a spoiler here, somewhat, on my end. Um, somewhat. I, I, I have spoken to the promoters of Paradise Island Pro Wrestling. I was actually hanging out at the school one day. From what I understand, uh, Mr. Mancini as mentioned he is trying to get into that building one more time before the end of the year so uh i believe that that very well excuse me very well may happen and uh i'm pretty excited about that to see so we're that. just we're just spoiling things over here that's what we're doing oh man this is gonna this is, we're gonna have to wait until october to put this uh, up i so. know <laughs> <laughs> another spoiler though uh for the cc show uh my father's gonna be in attendance so you can you know i know you've been trying to meet him uh, that's good awesome old, good old senor ref that's that's great. So yes. So uh, I know. does he live local? He he flies everywhere. So your ref does whatever he wants. He got his private jet. He got you know limos. He's 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 living a good life. That's amazing. So, yeah. He's so, probably a little bit older. He don't care. You know. He doesn't older, care. Right? You yeah. Know, older. We got the same body type. I don't know how, but you know it's you know it, it works for him. <laughs> you know we got the same tattoo artist too. That's why we got no matching way, tattoos. Man, yeah. You guys got matches. And I mean, this yeah. is going to just be an amazing show. Yeah, really? yeah, you know, we got we got to the same gym. That's why we're the same build. You know, that's you know. Yeah. So what else you got going on? Uh, let's talk some more wrestling here before we could uh, 
Oh, I never, I never gave you my my number one wrestler. Oh, I gave crap. you four of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah we can, we can I thought back. you, I thought you did. I we, thought we, you we did. Can go back. But I think you know who my favorite wrestler is, right? Have I, we spoken uh, about this or no? I don't I guess. I bet you you did. I bet you if you say it, then I'll remember. The bad guy. Oh, that's right. Because yep. you posted a ton of pictures about you've posted a bunch of pictures with uh, Scott Hall, and yes, sir, Razor Ramon. That's my um, number one guy right there. I love Scott Hall. I think that he was. Yeah, you know, I used to love him back in the early days when he had that big bushy porn stash. Yeah, and <laughs> watching him in the AWA, then coming into WCW as a diamond stud, I was just like, yep. actually, I didn't even realize it was him at first until somebody said it. And I was like, God damn, that's freaking amazing. Because they did a total makeover. Tell me about what your favorite Scott Hall is, uh, moment is, or, or do you have several? I mean, besides meeting probably, him, obviously you've met him, I think, on a number of occasions, right? A number of occasions, yeah. I, mean, I think I have a couple of them, but um, before we go on that, I know you, you mentioned when he was a diamond stud. It's crazy because when he left WWF at the time and joined WCW and he got sued for taking the Razor gimmick, that gimmick right. actually started in WCW first as the... As the uh, it did, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know. I don't know who should have sued who. Um, but we always got to go to that ladder match with him and Shawn Michaels. It's just, I know, I mean, you see it now with what wrestlers do nowadays, but to me, that started it all. You know, it what a ladder match and that time it was, be. uh, in a, it was innovative, and I don't think anybody in WWF at that time did anything like that. Yeah. I think that might have been the first ladder match there, right? I, I know, I know, they, I know they did one in a house show just to test it out. Yeah. Um, and they're great, but yeah, that was the first one on TV, and it's just like, I mean, I still watch it now, and I get you can't compare what's going on today, but it's just like it just it takes me. It's one of one of my favorite matches out there of his. Um, and yeah, it's just you know just seeing the guy work any match that he worked, it was just great to me. He's always gonna be that the best wrestler that never got a world title. It's WrestleMania oh. ten, I believe, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. Right. I do remember that watching that live. Uh, I was kind of in amazement at that time period. I didn't think that. Uh, I've always, obviously, you hear me talk on this show. I don't like gimmick matches a lot of times. I like straightforward matches. I'm yep. Pretty straightforward and old school. But um, there are times where I, uh, I guess, will lose myself and uh, sell out, if you will, for certain matches. And that Absolutely. is definitely one of them. That is definitely. And Absolutely. It, you know, that's, Shawn Michaels was a guy that I never really appreciated. Um, everybody, everybody always makes fun of Marty Jannetty, but I always was a Marty guy. Yep. But um, I was, th I think Marty didn't, I don't think he got a fair shake. That's just my opinion. No, no, he <laughs> but, was, yeah. <laughs> but Shawn Michaels, I do appreciate, you know what I mean? I Now, speaking of which, I always, the match that Shawn had with Flair at WrestleMania, when I first saw it, because it was Flair's retirement match, I'm expecting yep. this to be fantastic. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not really that gigantic of a Michaels fan. <laughs> I hated it when it happened, right? Mm -hmm. But then I watched it. Like, you know how, like, every year, I guess it's one of the channels that WWE is associated with yep. as WrestleMania is coming up. They'll air, like, an hour-long special each day of, like, hyping up WrestleMania. And they did, like, uh, they, they included that match in, in uh, one thing. And I actually... Have this whole new appreciation for that match watching it years later it's great the flair and michaels and i was like no nah, man i was like i take it back that was good. sometimes maybe i just need to watch things a second chance give things a second yeah. chance and then realize how great they are and that's definitely a moment and then even though i had already seen it i got a little teary-eyed with the i'm sorry i love you thing <laughs> it gets 
it gets emotional. It gets emotional. It, it, it definitely know, does. And Sean, those three years were just amazing because he went Flair and then he went Taker back to back. And all mm-hmm. all three matches, you can still watch them, and they they're still they're amazing matches, amazing matches. And he's just he wasn't the best guy back in the day, <laughs> but when he no, was, the he ring, was uh, yeah, yeah, his in ring performance, but backstage and oh, in yeah. life, he was not a very good person. But I think that once he found God, things have changed. Oh yeah, especially when you're a you know you're a Bret Hart fan yourself, you know you hear everything that happened backstage. It's just you know a shame because Bret Hart, you know, one of the best to ever do it as well. You know yeah. he always you know. He was always by the line. Everything you know had to be by the line. You know what you saw on TV is what you got backstage, and you know, unfortunately, yeah. you know, it wasn't the same with Shawn Michaels. Um, yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, how things turned out. But hey, uh, like I said, Brett will always be one of the best. He's demonstrated numerous yeah. times. So it's just you know, and those watching those two wrestle, magic. You would never, you would the- never guess there was beef back there. Magic. No, because um, as much beef as they might have had backstage, those two would still go out and be professional once they went through that curtain. Yep. The Iron Man match where they wrestled for an hour at WrestleMania 12. It and was. plus, and plus. Yeah. It was, wasn't, yeah. It, wasn't it a draw? And then it was like, yeah, yeah, it, we're going to keep going. Yeah, they went into overtime. And I yeah. think they went to another 10 or so minutes where Michaels won it, or probably even longer. If I'm, yeah. You know, I'm probably being generous with the 10 minutes, but. I got to tell you, I got a, a, a modernized T-shirt from that event. You know, it was like uh, I think I got it from like WWE off of Amazon because that. Um, I guess it was the anniversary. I think it was around WrestleMania time. They reprinted them. I ended up getting that shirt so because it's just yes, that match has got to be like you sit there. A lot of people don't have the patience to sit down and watch a 10, 15 minute match. They want everything yeah. to be fast, fast, fast and quick or yep. flippity doodah stuff, flippy stuff. But I'm sitting here like you watch Brett and Sean for an hour. Your opinion is going to change. Seriously. Quick. I mean, Real quick. for the most part. Yeah. Just the storytelling itself is just amazing. So it's one of the best to ever do it. Yeah, I think so too. I think so. What else you got uh, as far as like Brett matches or Sean matches or even uh, Hall matches? Because we only we only touched a bunch. Uh, Hall, Scott, a little I mean, bit. Like, like I mentioned, Hall is just anything I watch with him. And it's funny because he always told people uh, uh, the one funny thing that I always hear about him is you know that somebody will show him a new finish. Oh, this is my new finisher, and he'll like smirk. Oh, I can't wait to kick out of that. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Like what an asshole, but at the same time, it's like, dude, it's, it's amazing. Uh, but yeah. just the razor's edge is just amazing how it was protected. Because you know, you see people count. I mean, kick out yeah. from from finishers. I don't think the razor edge nobody ever kicked out of there. It was so well protected. Um, yeah. I could be wrong; it might be in there somewhere. But I don't, I don't believe ever seeing a match that anybody kicked out. And you knew he was gonna lose because he wouldn't use that move. That's when you yeah. knew he was gonna lose. But once yeah. you saw that razor's edge, you know, you know, it was over. Um, fun fact, um, since we're sharing uh, back in the day, um, the reason why I, uh, I got to, I became such a huge, uh, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon fan. Um, I probably shared this story with you before, but I'll, I'll share That's it cool. again. Um, as a kid, you know, I was always, I was the smallest, believe it or not. Now, you know, really? now come to <laughs> nowadays, I'm usually the tallest in the building. Uh, but, um, I was usually the smallest and I would always get picked on, you know, back home. Um, and even here, and then it got to a point where I started this own little lie. I started telling kids that Razor Ramon was my uncle. So, and he had the Spanish really? swag. Yeah, he had the Spanish swag and all that stuff, you know. Um, I remember this one kid was speaking to me one time, and I was like, you know, you better stop before my uncle comes in. 
and not just takes care of you and takes care of your dad as well. Uh, BS, who's your uncle? Oh, my uncle's a bad guy, Razor Ramon. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, shit, hands off. Um, <laughs> of course, you know, I, I, I kind of got screwed, you know, when he went to the, uh, WCW and the accent started fading away. And it's no longer, you know, Razor, now it's Scott Hall. And I'm like, gosh, yeah, I got to change my story. Um, but I got to share that story with Scott. And it was uh, really cool. He loved it. He uh, he left. Um, I shared another time when I met him as well because, you know, he could be a little, he was forgetful during that time. Uh, but the last time that I got to see him, um, I walked up to him. And um, and uh, he turns to, uh, to Nash and he's like, hey, look who it is. It's my nephew. And I'm like, Holy shit. Started marking out real quick. And, um, you know, it, it was a great moment. Um, I actually got uh, his little Hall of Fame quote. You probably can't see it here, but somewhere back there. Uh, I got it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah somewhere back there. Um, got to share that with him as well. Harry. I got Harry from BST messaging me right now as we uh, as we speak. So there we go. Jesus. Now, of course, the messages are not. Um, Harry, what's going on? Going in. So let me hit. Um, He's messaging me. My messages are not going to him for some reason. Must have a connection. <laughs> Must have a connection issue here. So yeah, man. Um, what else were we talking about? Scott Hall, amazing performer. Um, there's just something special about that guy. Former now. Don't forget that he also held the AWA tag titles with Kurt Hennig as well. So which is pretty uh, pretty awesome, if I do say so myself. I mean, pretty, so look pretty at great the, tag team. Yeah, look at the legends that. Um, uh, the legend that is Kurt Hennig. I got to tell you, I, I met Kurt Hennig once, and he was a complete asshole to me. So, which I was like, <laughs> everybody's like, always like, oh, he was so nice, and I'm like, not to me, he wasn't. Like maybe, maybe a little under the influence. <laughs> it's very possible. Well, you, do you remember the Milford Rec Center? Like, yes. The, uh, um, yep. <laughs> so, all right. So he was doing an autograph signing there, probably I don't know, '90s or something. I had like a. Something with him on the on the cover from the AWA, and of course he was Mister Perfect. So this might have been my fault. Okay, um, working the gimmick, working the gimmick. Yeah, yeah. So I brought it, brought it, and I was like, "Hey man, can you just sign this cool Kurt Hennig?" And he just looked at me and gave me the biggest, dirtiest stare, and it's like, "You want me to sign this cool Kurt Hennig?" I was like, "Well, you're not Mister Perfect on the cover." Yep. And then he just like he just signed it and just like kind of eh, like back at me. So. Yep. <laughs> You, you know what's funny? You, you know who somebody I met and they told me that he was an a-hole? And I don't know if they were ribbing me at the time because I, I, I've heard nothing but great things about this wrestler. And when I met him, I couldn't say I could say the nicest things about this guy. Um, yeah. Roddy Piper. I met him two times and he was nice as hell. Yes, but I think, they were, I, think I was getting ripped. I think that's what it was. It might um, have been two different eras as well. It could have been. Could have been, yeah. but I think it could have been a rib because when I met him, I, I tell you, even when I try to walk away, he pulled me in and he was like, we kept talking. Um, one of the nicest guys I ever met in the business um, asked me about my family, um, gave me some advice for the future. Uh, you're a good kid. You're going to be all right. Just just the nicest dude I can be out there. So, you know, it was, you know, when he passed away, it hit pretty hard. Um, just one of the nicest. Gone too soon. I remember when I, w I heard about his death. I was driving. I was on Route 15, just um, just uh, on the highway, and uh, you know the tunnel between exit uh, 59 and exit 60. Yes. So I had just come through that tunnel and the radio, and they announced his death, and I literally was just like, "Oh fuck!" My heart sunk. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
And it just like literally like I got home and I was like, Roddy Piper died. Yeah. Of course my wife don't care. <laughs> but about wrestlers, she's like, Oh, that's so sad. I'm like, I don't think anytime somebody dies, like a wrestler dies, but it's like, you know, being involved yeah. in professional wrestling, I don't think that she fully understands like the connection yeah. of these are people that you look up to and people that um you know you're involved in to an, to a to a uh, an extent of professional wrestling so yeah. it's kind of uh uh so i have a special announcement to make we're gonna we're gonna pause this right here we got a, another guy that's gonna join us uh oh if i can click the ad button i know this guy. there he is the man himself what is up, boys? What's going on? So we can't talk shit about Harry anymore, right? Oh, no, man. no, we can't. We got to hold back a little bit. <laughs> oh, what, were you, what were you saying? What good things were you saying about me? All the opposite. Good man, things. How, you know. now, we, uh, we honestly put you over. We talked about how uh, BST is a, an amazing operation, how you guys are growing drastically. Uh, you know, we just been said a lot of nice things about you. And you can go back and as, watch it, of course. Uh, as you can see, the, the booker makes more money than the referees because the booker got the AirPods. I got, I got the, the things on you. Know, wow. I still got the gimmicks. So. Wow. <laughs> We're not doing that today. We're not doing that today. Uh, <laughs> no, this day is not to talk about me. It's to talk about you. Me? I'm what surprised, yeah, you're, you're, I'm surprised you're up do. this early. Who, me? <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> Oh, I've been up for a bit. I just was I was on the phone with a a good friend of ours, uh, Mr. Kevin Santabria. Uh, we were just talking about some stuff, and then I looked at the time. And I'm like, "Oh, Miguel!" And I jumped on it. <laughs> and I texted him immediately. I'm like, "Yo, I told Miguel I was gonna come on and uh and hear this big news that everybody keeps uh whispering to me about." Well, I I dropped it already, but hey, we'll 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 depend it again off, you know. We can always uh, come back to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. please, well, please, am, let me I know. Am, I am retiring by the end of the year. I know uh, you and I spoke about what? it. What? Yeah, we kind of spoke about it a little bit. We kind of, but like you were, kinda. you were kind of in the air. You were kind of like, yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe not. So yep. it's official. It's official. The end of the year. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm hanging up the boots, man. Uh, like, I, like I mentioned, it's been a great ride. No regrets at all. I've met a lot of great people. Two of you are right here right now. So, um, you know, just, just happy with what I've done. Uh, always, baby. And we are just talking about this show on September 15th. I'm very excited about it, you know. Heck, yeah. Uh, Heck, yeah. That's going to be a good one. It's going it, to be it, a good one. It always is, man. We were just talking about how the talent, you know, the rosters that you guys bring along. It's just, it's, it's BSD, you know, always never disappoints. Yeah, November, September 15th at the Devonshire. Yes, it's going to be a great show. But again, we're not here to talk about BST stuff. We're here to talk about you. <laughs> Let's talk about Miguel. What were you what? guys talking about before I jumped on? We're talking about my favorite wrestler. You know who my favorite wrestler is? I think I spoke about it. We, we talked about you it before. You told me a few times. It's a Dominican wrestler. Am I correct? Well, he's not in there. Hold he's, on. He, he's in a whole different level. He's, he's you know, I can't. He just I can't. referred to him as just a Dominican wrestler. I don't think right. that. No, 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 no. Let's call him out. Let's call him out. Let him know. The WrestlePedia for now. Oh, my God. The no. legendary Jack Vanilla. Uh, the first. The band that beat Ric Flair for the NWA World Championship. How dare you Woo! call me out like that? <laughs> How dare you? Rick, you know better than that. Oh, I'm just busting on you. Just busting on I you. know, I know, I know. Yes, no. Um, so if it's not him, then you must be talking about 
Mr. Oozing Machismo himself. Uh, I'm, I'm done. This guy, this guy, he knows too much. Ooh, this guy the knows bad the guy. Listen, I don't got a toothpick, but you know, whatever. You know, yeah, <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. The bad guy, Scott Hall. Woo. All day, baby. Okay. All day. He's a great wrestler. Like oh, I mentioned, the, 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 uh, to me, the greatest wrestler to never win the big one. That's yeah, maybe fact. That may be fact. Yeah. Hit, between him and Roddy, I'll put Roddy in there, too. I got to put Roddy, but the, one of the other ones, and I'm sorry to cut you off here. I know you're about to say no, something. No, no, no. I think Owen is definitely one of them as well. I think yes. that if you gave him another year, he probably would have. Uh, I think Owen would have gone up there. I think there's like a list. There's like an unspoken list of wrestlers who should have been world champion who actually deserved it. Kurt Henning? Yes. Yeah. Never oh, yeah. Won. I mean, in WWF, but in yeah, he's an AWA history, he was the champion. champion at, yeah, but yeah. at the same time. But if you give that belt a year, the belt would have meant nothing in another year. But <laughs> he's probably the most exactly. He was probably the last meaningful world champion, and that's not to discredit Larry Zabisco after winning the belt. Larry's the a living legend. The company you. was dying. Larry. The company was dying at the time. Let's just be serious. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know. We know the story of the AWA. So um, let me ask. But, let me let me ask you guys a question before you continue. For yep. for the yep. for the biggest bell, whatever bell we want to talk about, whether you want to talk about WWF or uh, NWA or WCW, four way, who goes over for the belt? Hall, Perfect, Piper, or uh, what was the fourth one we had in there? Owen or Owen? Who goes over? Owen. I'd have to say Piper at one time should have gotten that damn be- a belt. Like he was, I mean. Okay. There was just something. How are about we that booking dude. this? How are we booking well, this? Are we booking this traditional eighties, early nineties style? Or are we booking it current style? Can I even curse you? About talk about it. There weren't Ron that TV many <laughs> three way, four ways. In those early 80s, uh, late 80s, early 90s wrestling. That didn't come right. until later on, late 90s, right. early 2000s. So you had to consider how you would book that. Yep. Let's do present day. Why not? And we're talking present day, Owen Hart. Owen Hart. He's going to sneak his way to get that title. If we're booking it for the... 80s, early 90s, which is more like the hero get the triumphant match and win. Scott Hall as Razor Ramon, 94. 94. As the babe, as the baby face uh, Razor Ramon? Okay. Yep. Right. He's going to get the triumphant win. Piper is going to shake his hand out of respect and walk out the ring, a la kind of like uh, WrestleMania 6 Hogan Warrior. And it would have established Scott Hall as the next big dominant babyface, which I think should have been the uh, the situation and not Kevin Nash. I agree. I like that. I like that book. Wow. Uh, well, okay. Um, uh, Rick, Rick's still shooting no, for Piper, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still going for Piper. I think that he will take no prisoners. Dirty. He, he would. I, I could, like, if. The only way Piper goes over 
is if this the year would have been maybe 86, 87. Okay. Only because I think that was like the height of Piper. The and match Ray with Hogan, match with Mr. T. You know, that was Piper at his best. And I can see right. uh I can see probably uh Razor heading the Razor's edge, like we said, nobody ever kicked out of it. And then before yeah. he goes out, here comes Piper behind him and just shoves him out the way and Sweet takes burn. the pit. Yep, oh, that, that's, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Throws yeah, him that, out there. Yeah. There's too many uh things variables that could yeah. change how that match ends based off just year. Yeah. Because each year a certain wrestler had a different uh trajectory. Yeah. Yes. If you're booking this in, let's say, 1990, and it was, what was it, Perfect, Hall, Owen, Piper? Piper would do. I mean, uh, uh, Perfect would go per over. Perfect would go over. Yeah. He was on fire over. in 1990. He was just. Yeah. Uh, exactly. He was, they just, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Workhorse. So it, I think it really just, you're, it's all depending on what year we're talking and the style of booking. And that's why, and that's why you're a booker, my friend. That's yeah, why you're a booker. <laughs> look, at, look at, look at him coming in with all the intelligence here. That's why um, I just count to three. That's all I'm I gonna, do, baby. <laughs> I'm gonna step out for a. I'm gonna step out for a second. You guys continue. All right. All right. Sure. All right. So Miguel, uh, yes, sir. You are leaving us. Uh, your final show will be what? We are shooting, I mentioned earlier today, but it's looking like it's going to be November 18th. Like That might be my final gig. Um, but what show is that? We It's not confirmed yet, but it's looking like it's going to be a PAPW show. Okay. Um, so, you know, as many of you know, I started in PAPW. Yep. Um, you know, it's been my home forever. You know, I've been treated nothing but nice in that place with respect. And, you know, anything that, that has happened there, you know, it's 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 been a great home to me. Um, absolutely no issues um and i think it just be it'd be right you know just to end it there um i know i shared a few things with you i'm probably gonna share yep. a few more things that i can't really reveal right now um, okay. in, in the works uh but uh it's it's if it's going the way that i want it to go um it's gonna be a great show it's gonna be a really great show um, i have no doubt i'll be there uh especially be, uh due to the obvious reasons yep. you know it being your your final night um definitely want to show out and support um you know that with us if you ever were to be like hey man i just got that little that little itch to get back in the ring you know the door is always open uh your family to to me and to a lot of our friends so you already know need yeah, anything you can always hit us up um you were talking about scott hall yep and uh I don't know if the question been presented, but I'm going to ask if it has. Um, why Scott Hall? I actually said the story not I, previously, but you know what? I'll, I'll repeat it again. I, I, it is. Okay. I love. I love saying the story. So as a kid, uh, <laughs> I was never the biggest. I was always the smallest. Kind of crazy how things change. Could have fooled uh, me. I ate. Uh, I ate my veggies. I think or my avocados <laughs> or whatever it is. Guava. We had guava. That's what I ate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was always, you know, we used to get picked on. You know, I never backed up from a fight. You know, even though I lost most of them. Um, welcome back. I'm telling my Scott whole story again. 
Um, but yeah, uh, it went to a point that I remember one day I told okay, hey, listen, you know, if you don't back off, you know, my uncle's gonna, gonna come here. He's not just gonna kick your ass, but he's gonna kick your dad's ass. Uh, who's your oh, uncle? Oh man! Oh, my uncle's the bad guy. Razor Ramon. Oh my god, big fuss. Nobody, you know, nobody <laughs> messed with me for a while until you know he went from uh, WWF to WCW, and the accent went away, and it was like I gotta find a new gimmick now. Uh, but, uh, but it worked out for a while and I actually got to share that story with Scott a couple of times uh, to even being towards the last time I saw him uh, you know I'm coming in and it's him and Nash is next to him and he's like hey look who it is it's my nephew and I freaking marked out and I was That's like awesome. It, was, That's you know, awesome. it, it was a great day that he still you know he didn't remember the first time I told him you know because you know, Scott you know yeah. depending on how the moment was but towards the end just to get that last moment with him it was it was that's, special, you know. That's cool. That's that's awesome. That's that. Yeah, yeah. I can see now why he would be your favorite. <laughs> it's your uncle. <laughs> Refing Ramon. That's my new name going forward. Refing Ramon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, that's that's why he's he's, he's my guy. Always that's be awesome. my guy. And like I said, I got Jack Veneno on another. He's on yeah he's different level, just, right? Yeah, because yeah, he was he was he was the guy. That got me into wrestling. He was the one that I was like, "This is it, all the way from my." Your your Jack Veneno is my, unfortunately, Invader number one. <laughs> why 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 it, Invader it, number one? <laughs> because it for me, Invader is gonna have a special place even after the allegations and all the stuff. I don't know what happened, so I wasn't there. I'm pretty sure he did it, but um. He was the guy that got me into wrestling in Puerto Rico. Yep. He was like, for me, that was the guy. It was Carlito Colon, Huracan Castillo, yep. and it was Invader number one. And if I, I was wasn't Invader number one, I wasn't, I wasn't playing. I'm not yep. playing with you. I'm Invader number one, and that was it. That dude had the illest mask with the little Saturn on the side and the stars, yep. and he was whoop bloodbaths everywhere, dude. Every, every night. Every night. Yeah. Every night. I'm pretty sure they had to donate blood to him on a weekly basis. I mean, you see, do, I mean, look at these guys' foreheads right now. Oh Carlitos. yeah, dude, they're, they're little, it's they're like, literal blade jobs. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's, it's what unbelievable. Is, what is it about wrestling in Puerto Rico at that time period where everything was just a juice fest, like everything? Because everything was meant to be a rugged throwdown fight, just mm -hmm. like it would be on the streets. Wrestling to them was almost like how it would be presented in real life. And these heroes and villains that they had showed out almost weekly. They were like, all right, they want blood, so we're going to give them blood. And it, some of the more gruesome stuff that I've seen, even in, de in the, 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 the land of deathmatch wrestling, you go back to some of those like late 80s, like, WWC classic wrestling shows where you got like Jason the Terrible versus Carlito in a barbed wire match, dude. Yeah, it's and nuts. it's like it's way crazier than what you're seeing now on TV and all over the independent wrestling. That's why a lot of the guys over here were, were like, "Oh, you know, we need you to work in Puerto Rico," and they're like, "It was it wasn't a lot of people going to Puerto Rico." I know Hogan no. mentioned that he only did it. Well, he did it numerous times, but the first time he went, he was just like. He took the first flight uh, yeah. that he could find and just hold ass just because. Dude, they, Puerto Rico, listen, I've heard stories of batteries being thrown. Yeah, lit I've cigarettes. Heard, <laughs> yeah, lit cigarettes, stabbings, you name it. Like, 
you weren't one of theirs, they were coming for you. Like Listen. people peeing o- over the balcony to the entrance, you know, like yeah. Puerto Rico was, 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 was uh gutter, you know, it was very, very gr- and And that was the same, and, the same mentality in the Dominican Republic, you know, like these guys, they were yeah. bleeding every night. And, and, and one of the reasons why, or probably the main reason why Jack Moreno became the champ because uh, Flair wasn't dumb. Flair was yeah. like, Flair's uh, like, if I go out there yep. and I win, in his home, I'm, I'm staying not here. going home. No, you I'm know, not. Like, I'm staying I'm not, right here. Not making it. I'm not staying here. And he's I like, think he's they, like it, yeah. let him win it. We'll say it never happened once I touch <laughs> ground in in the states. Yep. All good. We'll make a new belt. No problem. I'll, I'll be alive. You keep that belt. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I'll keep my life. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> Smart business. It was, just, right? it was just a different world. Different world. Yeah, but these guys will go in the streets, and it's like they were heroes. Yeah, and, and it's funny because a lot of these you hear in, in the states a lot of fights that will break loose in bars. Wrestlers having to show that you know they're they're. I, I don't hear those fights going on in Puerto Rico or or the DR because no. people were not you know these were our heroes. Even even the villains, you know, people were not picking these guys because they saw the wars that they were going through and they were like, "Nah, we're not gonna mess with this guy." You uh, just just listen to like Abdullah the Butcher oh talk God, about yeah. his time in Puerto Rico. Talk, uh, you know. Uh, guys like um, Tony Atlas, listen to yeah. any stories he's had about his times in Puerto Rico and big scary times. Mick Foley, Mick Fo- Mick Foley, who's not Foley. afraid of anything. <laughs> Mick you Foley know. was involved in, you see his matches in Japan. He's not afraid of doing anything. He's just like, you know, it's a whole different world. Yeah. It like, it, it, tur- it took a turn, uh, er, 94 ish, where like that stuff wasn't the main focal point of the promotion and it started becoming more like um WWE offspring kind of promotion like a yep. kind of like a FCW like a like a farm brand. Yep. Yeah. Um and that's when like guys like um Idol Stevens and uh Sean Spears, Steve Carino and guys like that were doing were mainlining Puerto Rico in the two thousands because of that change. Yeah. A little safer. <laughs> yeah. Very, yeah. yeah. Sports, oh, sports entertainment, you know. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. But well, yeah, what? A, uh, like going back to like the talk about like the bloodbath. Um, yep. There's a there's a tape out there, RF video, uh, bloodied brawls of like wrestling history, and there's a match where I want to say Manny Fernandez, I'm almost positive Manny, yeah, Raging Bull. Just drop like twenty five knee drops onto the uh, invader number three to the point where he's coughing up blood, <laughs> like literally just like it's like a it's like spewing out mist yeah. of blood through his mask. Crazy stuff. Oh man, oh man, yeah, because it's like you, you're you're gonna bleed one way or another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Either you're doing it on your own, I'm gonna help you out. Don't worry about it. But we're we're gonna see some colors tonight. Yeah. <laughs> um, who's the match that I do that I did recently? It was like last year. Uh, I forgot his name. Uh, ECW legend. Oh, HC Loke. No. Um, it was HC Loke, right? At the uh, Cadillac Ranch? Yes, and, and he was facing uh, um, um, Just Incredible. Yeah, he was facing Incredible. Yeah. yeah, I was there. Oh. I was there for that. Yeah. The Carnage the, the, Crew. Yes, but it, yes. It, it's. Yep. I, I, I find it funny because every time I've been involved with some color, you know, uh, I'm either I'm either holding the blade for the guys or 
or you know they have it themselves and and it's you don't see it when I, most of the times i don't see it uh but with credible you know i just i, I don't think he, he gave much of a shit and uh he gets hit and he gets hit pretty hard i'm not gonna lie but he just sits there stares at the crowd and just takes the blade out and just and i'm like all right cool we're just you know the funny part about the funny part of the funny part about that, he literally came out and said that he was, you know, I'm not the guy I used to be. I'm not in the shape I used to yep. be. He apologized before he went into the match. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, but to stand there and just, not even stand, just sit there, stare at the crowd and just like, you know, nothing, just, just, I'm staring at you guys right now. Where, hey, guys, guess what? We're yeah. doing this. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> ECW, <is> baby. <laughs> this is extreme. That, that's probably like one of my favorite parts of coloring just because it, the way it happened it was just that's, like, a, that's one of those road stories you got to tell in 10 years man like yeah i was in yeah. the ring with just incredible and ac Loke, <laughs> and he just looked dead at the crowd and was just like yep i'm bleeding now <laughs> straight faced. I, I am bleeding right now and by the way i got a picture with a barbed wire bat this is it's not a fake barbed wire by the way so Ooh. I got I got I got I, a uh... go ahead sorry I grabbed it by the wrong side at first and I was like yeah this is not fake let me grab it by the end <laughs> you yo and, and... with um HC Loke after the match and he oh, was yeah. just covered in blood yeah and he seemed like he was just out of it and had trouble breathing and yeah, yeah okay I'll take a picture. You we know, we all funny. we all had trouble breathing after that match. <laughs> I'm just there, like shocked with my bat in my hand. I'm like, holy crap! Honestly, <laughs> honestly, like as fans, we don't really we're real inconsiderate to sh- like this. Yeah. And I, I say that I say that laughing because like I have a similar story with a guy who just got fired from uh, a brand, and it I it's a very similar story to yours, Rick. It was when they did the Fairfield show in 03. You know, Punk back in okay, the day. For, they're, yeah. They're first. Yeah, that guy. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> big bleeder. We're allowed, big bleeder. We're allowed to say that, by the way, his name. So, uh, Yeah, no, but I I, I was going to curse. So I just, that's why I kept it like, oh, you know. Yeah. We're on TV, so don't curse. No yeah, cursing. Yeah. We're on, uh, as much so, as we uh, try not to. But you might. I, I did drop an F bomb here, though. So you might have to, you know, go back and just. Yeah, uh, I'll beep you know, it. Yeah. We'll, be, we'll be good. We did. We did. You got no. You got to put like random like animal sounds, like a <laughs> like. <laughs> but no, uh, so like he's coming back from the curtain. I'm like 17. I don't know any better, and I'm walking around with a lot of papers asking people for autographs because it's like my first indie show. So I'm just like losing my. I'm losing it. Punk's coming through. He's covered in blood. And I'm like, can you sign my paper? He goes, yeah, sure, whatever, kid, and you know, sends me off. That was, like, my one and only interaction with him. And, like, hearing your story now, like, H.C. Logan's probably looking at you like this guy. Yeah. I'm bleeding well, from head to toe. I had and a good guy- conversation with him prior to that match because I was wearing my Mid-Atlantic Fan Fest uh, shirt with Dusty Rhodes. And he had actually approached me earlier in the night talking about my shirt and Dusty ah. Rhodes. So... I don't care. I don't know if I don't know how much he actually cared, but he was just like. But he was extremely nice, dude. That dude was cool as hell. Yeah, tell you. yeah, real cool. Yeah. They all they all were. They all were. Yeah. I mean, it's, that it's was, kind that of was, the show was a little awkward, but a lot of the guys that yeah, I'm never still, worked I'm, PAPW before. Still waiting for my nice. refund. 
still waiting for that refund. <laughs> I uh, I bought that on pay per view, so I, I think I have to. You got to go through fight to complain about that. But. Yeah, yeah, that's who I'm fighting with. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> uh, no, that's uh, the day right there. Yeah, I, I remember no the kind of like Rancho. I was like, you know, it, it, I'm just trying to be. It's funny. a good. It's a good venue. I like the venue yeah, with the exception of like that flag. Hanging up on the air, uh, in the in the you know the Confederate flag hanging up there, but uh, yeah, it was the, a nice the, looking venue. The one with Elvis on it. Yeah, I got really creeped out by that. I was like, "What the?" Like, and um, <laughs> but the uh, but the venue, like that dance floor where they set up the ring and stuff, is very great. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it was a great night because it's like you know, here's here's guys that I used to watch on TV. And, yeah. Um, like I said, like before, you know, I have no regrets. You know, I know I'm I'm, I'm calling it quits by the end of the year, but I have no regrets because I've had the pleasure to be in a ring with people that I used to watch in the '80s, the '90s, the 2000s. Yeah. I've been in the ring with people who are now with big companies, and yeah, it's exactly. gonna continue. And I'm gonna, you know, five years from now, I'm gonna see guys on TV that I, I you know, they I've been in the ring with right now. You know, I can I can name you a bunch right now, and it's I just to, let let's let's to, let's toot your horn a little bit. Uh, your family, your your ancestry goes back, you know, many many years. Um, I believe he, he's he's a legend in Uh-oh. in so many circles. Uh-oh. El Ref, isn't he your uncle or something? I, I well, remember Ref, I, I am El Ref, but Senor Ref is my father. Yeah, yeah, that's who I'm talking yes, about. Yes, Senor yes. Ref uh, yes. refereed uh, the Ichiban. Mantequilla match. Yes, he did. He came out. You know, he, keeps, he keeps coming out of retirement. I don't know why, but you know, he he does that once in a know, while. And Ichiban's going to be on TV in like a few hours, actually. Yeah. Of this, yes. You know. And yes. then MLW uh, uh, pay per view at the time of this recording. Yes. Yeah. You've been in the Sorry. ring with a gentleman like Rich Holiday, Richard yeah. Holiday, excuse me, who is going to be on TV probably by year's end. You yeah. know, your your lineage with your refereeing and the people you've both been in the ring with, man, whew, you had I mean, you, you, I it, mean it's, it's just hand-to-hand. Good buddy of yours, Lucas Chase. You know, I'm, I'm watching him on AEW, and, 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 and you know, and, and again, you know, those guys are, are you know, your Kylons, your, your Flash. You're, you're going to yeah. see them on TV. You're going to see those guys that on whole, TV. A whole crop of people. Oh my god! And just you know, to see him them from the beginning, you know, and, and and just to see him from the start, you know, it's just it, it's it's huge. It's huge. Yeah. And, and I've had I've had people, you know, and again, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, no. um, like you said, uh, but I've had people that I used to watch as a kid, and then um, I ref their matches. You know, I, uh, there's somebody from the 2000s, from right after the Attitude Era, um, the, gr- the ruthless aggression era. You know, I, I ref mm-hmm. one of their matches, and 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 it still sticks to me to this day because. Um, you know, I went to the back to thank them for the match, and all of a sudden they grab me and they bow. I'm like, "What the heck is going on?" And and they tell me, you know, you know, it takes it takes a great referee to make a good match into an amazing match. Thank you for your for your time. I appreciate you. I'm like, like yeah. what? And I'm like looking around. I'm like, is he talking to you, Bill, or something? But you know, he must not be that talking mi- to me. But that middleman, big time middleman, the middleman is the, probably one of the more important pieces to a wrestling match because without a good referee. That match can go from amazing yeah. to the the drizzling, you know what? It goes south, and like I, I mentioned yeah. it to to Rick, you know the uh, I'll, I'll say it again. You know, people are gonna get bored uh, listening to this, but uh, being a big baseball fan, you know, I see the referee as the catcher. You know, the catcher is the one connected with the pitcher, with the infield, with the outfield, with the managers. 
this is what Absolutely. we're doing next. This is what's going on. You know, he might not have the biggest stats, but you know, without the catcher, you know, you're 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 not you know you're not running that team. No, absolutely. I completely agree with that. I completely agree with that. I mean, you know, I won't throw names, but I've seen referees recently just completely like sabotage at this point uh, a really really good matches. Yeah. So like, yeah. I. If if you're not good in the ring, if you're not that good middleman, bro, that match can go again from awesome five stars to absolutely god awful. And if I if I yeah. rest tell me again, I'm not gonna mention names, but I have rest tell me, you know, I gotta figure out how to get over. I'm like, how to get what, dude? No, no, bro, you, it's you're, not your uh, job. You're, I'm like, your job is, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine, but I'm like, I told him right there, the best referee is the is the one that's invisible in the ring. Yeah. You don't even know he's there, and the match is just flowing. It's the, you know, it's funny, yeah. Corey Graves said the same exact thing last night. Same exact words. You know, a good referee is someone you can't see, but is still calling everything right down the middle with authority. Yep. And the only times you'll see me get involved, like, I'll ask the wrestlers, you know, like, is there anything you guys want me to do? Yeah. If you tell me there's something I need to do, perfect. I'll do it. No worries. I'll make right. you look good. But why, why am I trying to get over as, as a zebra? It makes no sense. If that's the case, let me put on some tights and let me wrestle. But besides that, I've seen that with some referees as of late. I'm sure Harry has also experienced that as a booker and promoter. Yeah, Harry. Yep, yep, yep. I have. I, you know, like uh, I, I want to say we at BSC have a core, uh, core four of uh, referees who who do their thing and do their thing at their highest of of. of Abilities, you know, some of the greats like Bill, Gina, Q, yourself, you know. Um, but there are some referees who have been out here lately who are just all over the place and all about getting themselves over. And I don't, I will never understand that. You know, I, I don't know. I just, it yeah. sucks to see it. But then, it, you know, it's also awesome to see guys like yourselves who do a fantastic job all around without and all that most, extra stuff. And you mentioned yeah. pretty much my favorite referee out there. You know, you mentioned Bill. Um, yeah. Fun fact, everybody out there, you know, uh, me and Bill started together at the same time. We, we trained mm -hmm. together. Um, we would be at the PAPW um, gym by ourselves with Mario sitting down, just giving us instructions. And us, you know, with nobody just pretending there's a match going on. Um, throwing a duffel bag, whatever it is. Uh, we had a punching bag. So we came up with this idea and uh, we put some red tape on top of the punching bag and we're like, all right, you know, this is where the shoulders are, are, are. And one of us would take that bag and whatever that bag will add, the other one would just go over there and try to get the shoulders. Um, but but Bill, like I say, he's he's my favorite referee all time. So, you know, we we, we came up together. Um, just seeing how much he's around. I'm, I'm, I'm like a proud father, even though Bill could probably be my father. My bad, Bill. Uh, Bill but uh, but the, just the amazing. most handsome referee of all time. Sorry, Miguel. Absolutely, he's no, got hey, the best hair in the business. Yes, he does. Incredible hair. Yes, he I'm, does. I'm when, so when jealous. The, yeah, and um, you said it also, Gina. Gina, you know, she came in after us, and and, and you know, she picked her. I remember when Gina came and started picking our brains, and and, and just to see where she is right now. Um, extremely, extremely proud of her. You know, everywhere, she's great. Everywhere, um, literally um, everywhere. Even even Q, man, Q, like you mentioned, Q. 
yeah, <laughs> Q came up to me. He's like, you know, I always looked up to you and Bill. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, uh, it still flatters me that is people that because say of that. his height, or is that like <laughs> hey, you said that? You, you've been hanging around too much around Kincaid, all right? So you better, you better oh, relax. Oh, that. you're right. <laughs> Out. This maybe uh, that's a reason why he's not here anymore. <laughs> uh, oof, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, those yeah. guys that you mentioned, they're great people. Um, to just love working with them. Um, yeah, and I'm gonna absolutely. see them. At, I'm gonna see them on September 15th. BST, yeah. so that's gonna be, uh, you know, it'll be great. Love work the, I, I, I love, I, I love, I love <laughs> that he's such a, a a team player here. You know how this is not about BST. I'm not oh, trying to talk pushing. about BST, and he's all here like, hey, BST baby, September 15, Devin. It's gonna be a great show. It's gonna be a great show. It's gonna be a great brother, show, brother, brother. Brother, hey, I, oh, get the best, I get the best seat in the house, you know, because a lot of these matches yep. that I'm a fan of, you know, I'm in the middle. I'm like, I'm like, how did I get here? Listen, I, I, I tell you every time I try to get you on, anytime we're running, you're the first people I reach out to. You know what I'm saying? It's you, Q, Gina, Bill. Those are the, the first four. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Every time. Every time. And who knows? Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe next year or something, I'll show up for a little, little commentary, you know? Hey, you're always welcome. Always little, little, welcome. A little Spanish translation. You got to hit SAP I mean, on, on your on your control, right? SAP is that I mean, still a thing or not? Is that what? <laughs> I mean, I think so. I think so. I think that's a thing. The uh, only thing. The only thing I know, if I do get a table for a Spanish commentary, I know that table is gonna get broken somehow. So that's actually, that's that's like an unspoken that, rule these days, right? Or, is that something <laughs> you might think about wanting to do? I don't know. We're just—I mean—we're just throwing ideas here. I don't know. You never know. I—I I, I may need—I may need you to hit the cell soon, and we need to talk. Hey, because there, there might there might be something that you can be perfect for. Hey, like you say, you know, we're, we're, we're you know, you, you come from Puerto Rico, come from the Dominican Republic. Maybe we want to reach out there. You never know. You never know. There's a couple things in the pipeline that you might actually might be perfect for. So. Even though you're 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 uh, retiring from one part of wrestling, doesn't mean you have to retire from all parts of wrestling. It's, it's a lot of roles, and this and wrestling, every role is important. So, all the way, uh, all the way from the talent in the ring to that person ringing that bell. Very September, blah. you know what? I'm gonna see you in what, like two weeks? Something two like weeks. That, yeah. Yeah. September fifteenth. Me and you are gonna talk. Cause I, I'm I'm so serious. There might be something perfect for you. And I got a lot of stuff for you too. That's why, like I said, I wanted to talk to you because there's a lot, a lot of things that I can't reveal right now. So you guys are gonna have to wait out there in TV land. And um, yeah, yeah it's, it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of good stuff. I'm I'm, I'm actually very excited uh, towards this year. No regrets, like I keep saying. No regrets. No regrets. Yeah, no. You know, uh, I've had the opportunity to work with you before, and I absolutely love it. And uh, hopefully, you'll get in there. I'm working with you again, obviously in October. So I'm actually yes. really looking forward to it and honored to be. Where are we working uh, again, brother? What are you talking about? Well, You're going to be with 13. me on the 15th. Oh yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, October, I'm working with you know. Um, anyways, we'll, uh, no, 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 no. Hold on, October 13th. Coliseum. I'm plugging everybody. I don't care. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We've already talked about it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. September 15th uh, is Devonshire Hall BST. October 13th is going to be CPW and the uh, West Haven, correct? Yes, sir. The Elks Lodge? Uh, Yeah, the Elks Lodge Main Street. uh, Was it 265? Got it. Hit it. 
everyone I hit it i hit it i'm very proud of myself perfect uh yeah you know and then all of us will be together under the same building uh november 11th for united by one the type one uh See, type one benefit uh for team cc team cc all day um so we're we're gonna be around each other a lot over the next few weeks yes yep. yes absolutely and yes, like absolutely. i said like i said you guys better be there also one one last one last one uh, uh november 18th that's right the november 18th papw uh at still the same at the co-avenue we're so gonna do something a little different it, it might be, be at the Go ahead. Go it ahead. might be at the JCC, as uh, according yeah, to what he uh, had mentioned before. There's a very good chance that. It oh, might be so okay, so be on the lookout for that either at Co Avenue or the JCC yeah. um, for Ref Miguel's final three count. Yes, and we got Ooh, a name like for that. that. We, we got Ooh, a name I for that like already. That. You the know, we already got a name for that. Count. There's already a name for that. We already got a name for that. It's close. It's close to that. We're going with the final. We're going with the final count. Oh, okay. I did right. it. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. But uh, yeah, oh, a lot of good stuff. We're we'll be around for everything. I'll be there for that yeah. for sure. A lot of good wrestling. Absolutely. A lot of good people. Yeah. Listen, come to yeah. all four shows. You're not gonna be disappointed. There's gonna be a lot of good. Wrestling. You won't be disappointed because as we've spoken before, we're not gonna dig too deep into it. But we've mentioned it before. Professional wrestling in Connecticut is red hot right now. Fire! So it's Fire! It's not going to be a disappointment to any of those shows. And, you know, we're going to have a lot of fun. Um, well, it is time to say goodbye to everybody here today watching. Thank you, everybody, for joining. El Ref, Miguel, and Harry DeVilla was a nice surprise to drop in today. I'm very excited. Yes, it was. I was very so happy glad I jumped that. on. So glad I jumped yeah. on. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And uh, gentlemen, thank you very much. And everybody, don't forget WON Sports every Sunday, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And uh, daily, 8 p.m. on the World Sports Broadcasting Network. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you, guys. Good night. Hi, this is Bob Smith. You might remember me from my years at Pro Wrestling Illustrated Magazine. Well, now I've started a brand new podcast called The Outdated Wrestling Hour. Yes, we're going to take a whimsical look back at the wrestling figures, stars, and trends from years gone by. We're talking 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and a whole lot more. There's going to be laughs. There's going to be fun. There's going to be action. You name it. Please tune in for the outdated wrestling hour wherever you get your podcasts.